My name is Jordan, and uh, my daughter was born a week ago, so after that week off, I am back and blacker than ever. I masturbate more, and I watch movies. Oh, God. Let's get oh going. Oh, my God. That was, that was I'm great. Here. You know, as promised <laughs> and delivered, that was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm here with Eric and Ed. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> I guess better I was now, doing right? all right until you started talking about your masturbation. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I got to get something to get me awake real quick. <laughs> It's true. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, want... wait, wait. That puts me to sleep. Well, if you rub one out in the shower in the morning, it does wake me. It wakes you up. In, in the morning, Ed, I'm at work at 4 o'clock in the morning. That doesn't – shower does not work. You know, me. it all depends uh, if I've had my coffee or not. That's uh, that's the big <laughs> part of it or not. That's, the, that's, that's, that's true. The, yeah, pre, the true. pre-baked coffee. Well, we're here. We're here talking about remakes. Uh, I know uh, Eric has a few lists together. I have a few lists together too. We don't really know what we're going to be talking about. Really, what I mean by that, fans, is that we're just going to talk about remakes, what we like about them, what we dislike about them, and see where the conversation goes. Because we're preparing for our next episode, which is Blair Witch or Blair Witch Three, which I'm so excited for. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy this little mini episode that we got going well, on. I, I'm excited to talk about it. I think it was brought up, and uh, forgive me, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, Ed, is that uh, it's just because lately a lot of the movies that we see, because we talk about a lot of movies that we want to, you know, review and that we should be uh, reviewing for the podcast and stuff like that, and a lot of them seem to be lately, uh, either that we have reviewed or uh, we have talked about, have been like remakes or continuing stories or like unneeded sequels pretty much so yeah, it's just like I all think, right well let's get let's get to it then I, I think personally the thing that sparked me wanting to have this conversation with with you guys and and quite frankly with our listeners you know is the movie that's come out recently ben-hur okay now, now i refuse to see it i refuse to see it and i know it's gotten bad reviews and forget about it we're not really talking about the fact that like the movie came out what i'm talking about is that film in itself built basically Hollywood. You know, you, you've, got, you've got the greatest fight scene up to, up to date that lasts like half the movie, and the movie's like 30 hours long. <laughs> and, and, you know, first of all, how do you recreate that modern day? It's just going to look cheesy because, it, you know, looking at it back in the day, it's just, like, it's just different now than it was then. But you... It was one of the greatest films of all time. That would be like trying to remake The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. That would be like trying, which, by the way, Tim Burton tried to fucking do, but at least he's not blatant about it. You know, if he remade the movie itself. Uh, that'd be like trying to remake The Godfather. That'd be like, you know, you, things you just can't do in remake Rosebud. Or whatever the fuck movie that was. I'm sorry. I forget Citizen that. Kane. Yeah, Citizen Kane. Like, you can't, like, those are the films that, created the film industry you can't do it 
can't fucking do they're, it. They're doing a lot. Actually, in prep for this, I put up a list of uh, remakes that are going to be in the next uh, 10 years that have either been greenlit or are in heavy negotiations for. There are a lot, over 100, that I'm I know seeing Jaws right is now. in there. Uh, some of them have already been made, uh, like Ghostbusters, like Point Break, um, and things like that. But some of them, are, are I'm looking at them, and I'm just like, I don't see why Voltron, uh, for instance. I just don't see Voltron. why. Yeah, it's Voltron has now uh, been made into a new series, a cartoon series on Netflix. Netflix original, apparently. They're doing uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, that movie. See, I'm, but I, I'm excited for that, though, because it looks... Badass. You got Brian Cranston as Zordon, and Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks as Reed Repulsa. I'm so pumped for the for the new Power Rangers reboot. I can't even tell you. Well, we'll see how it goes. I think it's it's gonna be. We'll see how it goes because you know what? When it comes to remakes, like um, you see a lot of the disappointing ones are just like, okay, well, let's just kind of do the same. And let's just get the money. Let's let's just go off of the name and let's just click, collect a paycheck. But it's rough because if I feel that if you do a remake, um, or if you're taking a a movie that's already been made, that what you should do is kind of throw it completely into a different image. I'm not talking about like Batman style, even though those were fun. The City of Gotham has seen its many different um, colorful changes, and those are fun, anything like that. But I mean, like. Um, Okay, for for example, when they remade Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, whatever the hell you want to call it, right? The Gene Wilder one obviously stands the test of time. That is a classic and will always and forever be. So when they announced that, that Tim Burton and Johnny Depp were going to do it, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm down because I would like to see Charlie and the Chocolate Factory darker. I want to see, like, a darker tone type thing. And they didn't do it that way. They made it more like the book with the squirrels and, and shit like that, too. And that was it was it was bad, right? I mean, I don't know if you guys like that movie at all. I did not, but I felt like if they would have gone completely, let's go completely other side and make it fucking dark. Let's make it like Marilyn Manson is is Willy Wonka, you know? Let's make it like uh, who is another one? Tom Petty is Willy Wonka. Just some just some like really fucking <laughs> Alice Cooper is Willy Wonka, you know? And let's just make everything just like fucking just dark, gloomy, and just like. Really, just you know, kind of. I think that'd be you know, a, a completely opposite than the bright kind of thing that we have. You know, someone who actually is a lunatic, because Willy Wonka is kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I actually agree with you, Eric. Every time the movie's on TV, I did not go see that movie in theaters. Maybe I'm a victim of nostalgia, of nostalgia. Sorry, uh, but yeah, I I have yet to this day seen that movie all the way through, uh, the Tim Burton remake. I can't do it. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever had this experience with movies, but you ever turn a movie on when it's on TV, you flip the channels, and it's always on that one scene every single time? You guys ever experienced that? Yeah, oh, actually, um, recently for me, it's been A Man from Uncle, and oh, it's, okay. it's been the boat scene. It kind of towards the end where, where um, Arnie Hammer and uh, Henry Cavill are they're doing the, the boat scene, pretty much. There's only one boat scene, so... Okay. And I will say this. I did not hate the remake of The Man from Uncle. It was nowhere near as good as the original. Guy Ritchie, baby. I didn't. Yeah, that's that's probably why. Well, see. Love you, Guy Ritchie. And that's why I can't do Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or whatever they call it, because it's the scene every time where Johnny Depp's character is at the Oompa Loompa's treehouse and he's eating the bugs. 
and he spins them around and acts all crazy when he eats. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? And I, I mean, the farthest I got in that whole movie was the uh, was the Gustus Gloop scene. And after mm. they started to sing and everything, I was like, dude, I'm done. I haven't even, I don't even know. So when you said squirrels, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So evidently, it's terrible. That's it's uh, in the book in the. Um... Charlie and the Glass Elevator? Is that what the, the book is called? The Ruled All Book. That's the sequel, right? That's the sequel, right? No, it's Glass the... Glass Elevator. Yeah, you know, it's the it's the, it's the the Ruled All Book. It's the original book. And then they made it into a movie called We Walk the Chocolate Factory. And then they remade it to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Or some, some crap like that. Someone will it, correct me. At least I, I hope so. And I'm not I'm not Google cheating everybody, so if I did, I could probably yeah. correct myself. But uh, I am going to correct you because the original book is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And then the sequel to that is the glass elevator. Okay. Well, there you go. Yes. I only know that because I read them when I was in school, elementary school, you know. I'm surprised now, you remember back that far. Uh, I remember glimpses. Well, okay, so I guess my big question to you guys, before we continue this conversation, because I do have a lot of opinions on this, are we going to... What are we defining as a remake? Because I think that's a very tough question to ask. A movie that's already <laughs> been made... The same existing characters, and no forward progression or continuing uh, from the original story. So would Halloween, right. Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, are those remakes or are those reboots? Because we those are, any... Well, like, like, let's look at Ghostbusters. That's a reboot. It's a different idea. Different. It's the same. I know it's same concept. Different characters. It's, you know, it's you know, it's the same story. Different people are playing it. A remake is the same characters, the same idea. Yeah. Even even if it's told differently, it's the same it, you got the same players telling a story. So then where does uh, Freddie Michael Jason fall into that category for those new movies? Now now with? this is I, I feel those to be uh, pretty much just because those are are a little bit of a weird kind of a weird part. I would say that those are just kind of I don't know. I guess a series, just because those are just timeless, timeless characters that just kind of keep on going. Rob Zombie had even said that it's it's just a revisioning. So I would I would go with that. That kind of scary movies are in kind of the same rule of like a comic book type thing, where uh, yeah, you could I would say the remakes. I mean, they can kind of but I mean at the same time, like they're killing different people. The only one there's only one character that's kind of that's constant, and that's Freddy the Killer. Jason or yeah, Michael Myers. Uh, I, I will say this though. Yeah. I, I know this one's gonna piss Jordan off something fierce. The Dawn of the Dead remake. There you go. What about I, it? I, like I, I just the fact that it exists. Knowing you, Jordan, like you know, you're a zombie guy. You know, that the original the original trilogy, you know, of the dead trilogy is 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 you know, to, to touch that is almost sacrilege. Um, you know, I didn't think I, I, it was I, that bad. I, I, they had zombies walking through the fucking lake I'll, and then coming out the other side. Yeah, I'll tell you what that we That is, that's Land of the Dead, <laughs> but that's different. I'll tell you what was, it was, it, was bad. Was it Land of the Dead? Okay. Like uh, Psycho. Remember the Psycho remake with Vince Vaughn? Yes. Oh, and yes, I, I do. I fucking hate Christian Bale. I fucking hate Christian Bale. Jordan knows this because I've just, I just I have to stay. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Psycho. Why are you talking Albert, about Christian? Not American what Psycho. Talking... Yeah, uh, Psycho. Okay. Uh, okay. The Hitchcock remake. Oh, pretty much shot for shot remake of uh, yeah Norman Bates. You know what I'm talking okay, about. Well, that, that, that tells that tells you I haven't seen the remake. Then, have well, you seen Eric, the original? Then you've seen, you've seen the remake. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric, I actually like, and this is this is interesting. You might find this fun. Um, both of you guys, Maven. Um, I actually really, really like this, uh, the Gus Van Sant uh, Psycho remake. And you know why I like it a lot? What's that? Do you own it, or 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 have you ever listened to the commentaries? No, of that no, movie? I, no, God, no. I mean, <laughs> the commentary that he does, you can take it as bullshit if you want. I choose to believe, you know, what he says because here's the thing: Gus Van Sant came out of nowhere at that time. Uh, he was an independent director. He did nothing really huge. He came out with Goodwill Hunting, wins an Oscar. And he literally is untouchable at that time. And the studio oh, says, we will do whatever you want to do. And guess Let's what? be honest about Goodwill Hunting, by the way. That was all Matt Damon. Well, it doesn't matter because, because Gus Van Sant directed it. Right. So since he won the Oscar, the studio says, what do you want to do? And he goes, I don't want to work for the studio. Uh, Goodwill Hunting was independently made. I want to do my own shit. They're like, no, we're going to give you any money you want. Anything you want, it's all you. And Gus Van Sant said, uh, I like to remake Psycho shot for shot. And they're like, okay. And he said in the commentary, believe it or not, I mean, a lot of people probably don't, but I do. He made it as a joke and as a fuck you to the studio because they're literally that dumb. What? Oh, really? So, so he, he, this is a protest film? Is that what you're saying? That's what he says in the commentary. There are two different commentary tracks on the DVD. And he says that you can Google it, you can Wikipedia it. He has said from all the interviews that he never wanted to be a part of the Hollywood system. He hates Hollywood. He wanted to do independent films. He made one movie with Goodwill Hunting that was just everybody liked it and it was phenomenon. The studio literally said, Here's a blank check. Whatever you want to do, we'll make it. And then he just came up with the most, with his words, and I quote, I came up with the most absurd idea ever. Let's remake Psycho. And they said yes. Well, here, here's what I want to know about him, then. If he hates the system and hates everything about Hollywood, and you know, the, the, why is every movie he's ever made called Gus Van Zant's whatever the fuck? What like are you he talking about? Every single because one of his was... movies, if you've noticed recently, like they're, they're not actually called the title of the movie. It's Gus Van Zant title of the movie. The only one that I can think of recently would be uh, Last Days, but I mean he's made Elephant, which is about Columbine. But Last I'll, Days, I'll, with, I'll, but with I'll have to look that up. No, no, with Elephant and Milk, they were advertised as like uh, for instance, I, I'm pretty sure it was Milk, a Gus Van Zandt film. Okay, like it, well, that's it, because it did that, but. Well, that's because you won the Oscar. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. No, no, I mean, like, and that's, and that's understandably so. It it helps. You know, obviously the money train. I mean, you know, if you know, if you had just where it says Interstellar, like what the hell's that? And then you see Interstellar, a Chris Nolan film, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now I'm interested. You know, without yeah. even going into it. So well, I, I'm okay with them advertising in movies, like in, in the trailers, and being like, from the people that brought you Interstellar, or the people that I said that back with the people that brought you the Dark Knight trilogy, bring you Interstellar. You know, like. That I that that is enough, but the film itself needs to stand alone. You're like you can't be bigger than the fucking film. You can't. You, you know, it's just okay. Well, this the, is, I guess this is just a broader point of, of people. The reason a lot of Hollywood studios are remaking films and a lot of directors are are calling these that theirs is because they no longer have fucking respect for the art of Hollywood. 
and or excuse me, the art of filmmaking. Hollywood has lost it. I, I'm all about making money. I have no problem. Make your money. Make as much as you possibly can. We live in a great capitalist society where the mar- we have free market to where you can do whatever you want as long as somebody's willing to pay for it. But, Republican. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, <laughs> first of all, I don't support Donald Trump, so let's not lump everybody into okay, that same let's, category. Okay, let's not get into this. <laughs> Well, let's let's bring it back here because when we're talking yeah. about like people who you follow a certain type of of uh, I guess celebrity, whether it be a writer, whether it be a director, whether it be an actor, like um, here's a for instance as I'm looking on a list right now, is that uh, um, the Pink Panther movies with uh, there's obviously two types. You can go Peter Sellers Pink Panther or you can go Steve Martin Pink Panther. Right now, I like Steve. I like Peter Sellers. I mean. He's kind of he is Inspector Clouseau, right? But when you make it into an updated version, then you're throwing just names. You're throwing a known actor, comic uh, actor Steve Martin. You're throwing I think Beyonce was in that or something like that. Or she made yes, she made the greatest music video of all time to that movie. But continue. So you're you're as a studio, you're just kind of taking something that you already own and you're just throwing names at it. Boom, 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 boom. And then that way you can advertise names. Arthur is another one. I love Arthur with uh, with uh, Dudley Moore, right? A fantastic fucking movie. Loved it. Liza oh, yeah. Minnelli's in it too. And then uh, this dude was just like, "All right, well, um, let's make it because we we know who's hot right now is that this British guy Russell Brand. He's pretty hot right now. He could do the same thing too because he's just kind of like this party eccentric uh, British guy, and he looks good, good in a point. top hat. So good point. We'll get him in there. We'll throw a bunch of names: Helen Mirren, Jennifer Gardner. We'll throw a bunch of these, these, you know, hot names right now, and we'll make the movie in a month because it's just easy, it's just easy, you know, dialogue, boom, 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 and all of a sudden we just made our money back. Then and then profit too. So it's just, it's just kind of how. how same with with Poseidon. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because you had the Poseidon adventure in the '70s, and then you have Poseidon with, uh, with uh, Richard Dreyfuss, in the in the in the remake. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's there's one movie that came out this year that I'm surprised neither of you have brought up yet, or maybe we haven't had a chance to, because, Eric, I agree with what you're saying about the money train, and this goes with my point, is they remade Birth of a Nation, the most racist oh. film of all time, and they completely turned it around and told it from the African-American point of view. But that's not what it's about. No? You know, like, I'm... Right. You know, you're right. No. You're exactly right. I mean, like, I mean, I don't support slavery. I mean, come on, I'm not going to sit here and do my political views on it, but I'm, I'm whatever. <laughs> but Birth of a Nation is a film from, I believe, 1915, and I seen that in college. I had to write a paper about it on college. It's an almost two-hour black and white silent film about slaves uprising against a small white town, and the KKK comes in to save the day. And black people were not allowed to be in movies at the time, so then they put all white people in blackface, nice. and they dressed like monkeys, and they acted like monkeys, literally. Jesus. <laughs> and that was and that was directed by D.W. Griffith. Now, that was the original Birth of a Nation, and the reason why it's a classic is because of what D.W. Griffith did with the camera. He would be pre-Orson Welles, because if it wasn't for Orson Welles and Citizen Kane, we would not be having some of the technical shots that we have now. However, though, how do you do that? Why do you remake Birth of a Nation now? Is it because of the Black Lives Matter movement? 
is because uh, Selma was a big deal. So you're going to pull something out of public domain? It doesn't make any sense. And that was no, to they, go off of my argument with you, Eric, on that. Because, yes, I totally agree with you. Let's just, let's just crank out bullshit for no reason. You're, I, think, I think you're both right on that. You know, like a movie like that, they, they remade it for political, for political correctness. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I'm, okay, I'm okay with the ideas of like reimagining movies. We just talked about this. Or, or even translating a movie into, into a series. Like the movie Limitless itself was not that great, and, but it, it actually kind of translated to the TV. They have a TV show now, and they've made it an extension. Like uh, Bradley Cooper is in the movie, but now he's the, or the, in the TV show. And now he's like the president of the United States because he, you know, he's he takes his pill. Yeah. Like it's an extension, and it works, and that kind of works because it's like an episodic sort of CSI kind of thing that that kind of works. I actually but like that movie. I, I, I didn't say it was. I don't think it was awful. I enjoyed it. It, it was right. like, yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like the worst idea ever, you know. But like, like stuff like that works, and, and that's, so I guess you know, this is just a long extension saying I agree with you guys. No, no, that's a way to do it. You know, um, there have been a lot of movies where it's turned into a TV show after. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and, um, and those, I mean, you know, those obviously uh, are, are usually short-lived because TV shows don't, uh, you know, it's kind of like how, how an actor turns into a musician and they can't do it, but musicians can turn into actors. You know, yeah. it, it's nice. a one-way street. It doesn't, it only works... You know. Bruce Willis, Johnny Depp. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. These people don't, they don't work well on the screen. Eddie Murphy, you know. Eddie Murphy, yes. Yo. Uh, Don while, we're, while we're doing this, let's, Just let's sort of it. transition a little bit into like remakes that we actually like or think that are better. Uh, King Kong. You know? Oh, God. <laughs> I hated the new King Kong. Well, then you don't like the original King Kong, then. Because that's the original script. I like, it for, I like it for its nostalgia more than I like it as an actual film. So but I'm the, talking like, like for the one that I'm thinking of is in top, the top of, of, of mind for me is, is True Grit. Okay. okay. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, but hold on, just hold on, hold on. Hold, hold on. King, hold on now. King Kong. That movie that you saw was the actual script. Google this for the love of God. Look it up. Because I own the three-disc collector set, not only from the original King Kong, but the Peter Jackson King Kong. Peter Jackson was a huge mega fan of King Kong. He has, on the special features, he showed he has the original Kong puppet. He has the original T-Rex puppet. He also has the pterodactyl puppet. The originals. Because they only made a few of them during the film. He also has the shooting script. What happened was they filmed back in the 30s, in 1933, when the first King Kong came out, they filmed all those scenes that we did not see in the original King Kong, right? What happened, okay. though, they shipped it off to Germany to get fucking edited, and the German guy who was editor fell asleep at the reel smoking a cigarette and burned half of the film. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so it was the film that we got. So the King Kong remake actually is the real script to King Kong, and that's why that's amazing, because it's better, because it is what they originally filmed. It was the original vision. That's that's my two cents. Well, sometimes you get a, you know, a, a blessing like that that helps you just kind of, uh, I guess, re recreate something. 
that's awesome though, right? I mean, like, I mean, like, some German guy fell asleep. Like, for an example, just one thing I'll show up. You guys all seen the Kong remake with Peter Jackson, I'm assuming, right? That's right. Yeah. The insect pit, which just is, ugh, you know, like, you know, like with those big leeches and those big uh, crab things come out and start eating people. Sure. You know, like they fall into the pit. <clears throat> you know that was filmed because Peter Jackson was showing stills like stills from the actual King Kong movie from 1933 of the actors, the original people in the original film inside of an insect pick getting attacked by those creatures. Oh, geez. It's just that the film was burned. Half the film was gone. Well, so they just edited it to put together the way it was. So that's why I love it. That's a great remake. I'm, well, but I'm excited for the, gotta... for the new one to come out. I mean, I, I think that's, I think that'll be even better than, than Bose. But, um, well, I mean, yeah. You're talking about because it's been remade a few different times. You're talking about first the black and white version, then you're talking about a Jeff Bridges version, and then you're talking about a Peter Jackson version. Yep, yep. And of course, the Jeff Bridges version, I pretend didn't happen. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you get a ride out of Universal Park, Universal Studios for it. Yeah, right. Can I tell you something real quick, guys? On that, can I? Because this is embarrassing, but since you brought that up, I'm going to tell you this. Um, my aunt and uncle live in Florida. Uh, they live uh, by the Orlando area still to this day. And uh, every year from, you know, birth to I uh, probably still about high school, I went down there for, uh, for, uh, for, uh, for uh, Easter break. Okay. <clears throat> and one year I was 10 years old and we went to Universal Studios and uh, rode all the rides, loved them, you know, and I was a big fan of King Kong. I, I, I loved King Kong. I watched that original all the time when I was growing up. I wanted to be um, a puppeteer because I knew it was stop motion. You know, but anyway. We all have dreams. We all have dreams. But anywho, the reason I'm telling you the story is because um, they have the King Kong ride at Universal. And it was based off the 77 King Kong. And the line for this, I guess my mom would tell it better because, you know, she was an adult and I was 10 years old. So I'm sure my version's a little bit skewed, but... Um, the line was probably two, three hours long to get on the King Kong ride. Sure. And they make the whole waiting line, you know, make it look like the subway system of New York. So we're in the subway system of New York, quote unquote, you know. And we get closer and closer and closer. I'm so excited to ride this ride. And all of a sudden I hear the monkey growl, you know, and yeah. I piss myself and run away. <laughs> Because I'm that So scared. this wasn't like last year? <laughs> this was, I was 10, Ed. I was 10. Hmm. But no, it's like, but yes, let's just go off that, this, that small little embarrassing story about how excited I was to ride that ride from the 77 movie. And then that growl just scared the shit out of me. And then, you know, three years later I went and I had a blast and I rode the ride. But at that age, it was scary, especially a big giant monkey. Scared the fuck out of me. You know, speaking of, of that too, Godzilla was a pretty good remake too. Not the Matthew Broderick one, but the new one that came out, what, like a year or two ago? Last 2014, year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. That one wasn't half bad either. Like, I liked the way Godzilla looked. He looked fucking awesome. He got the atomic breath, uh, the atomic breath, too. Is that what it's called, atomic breath? Yeah, it was atomic uh, breath. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but, we got, we got a, a bit of everything. And I I thought visually it was a, it was funny eye candy. It looked awesome. When he was on screen. I mean, I really, really like the Godzilla remake, but um, I thought that the uh, trailers lied 
to me. So I, I left the theater feeling like I got lied to. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I'm looking in the, the list here. I think um, there are two remakes as I'm, as I'm looking. And this is, you know, obviously I'm trying to look, to look for more. But two remakes that I can I can obviously say, like, with, I mean, uh, 310 to Yuma is a mm-hmm. fantastic oh. remake. Like, I know that yeah. you don't like Christian Bale, Ed, but uh, it, it's hard to deny that that movie is uh, is fucking awesome. It was a fantastic Is that directed movie. by Clint Eastwood? Uh, with the the direct the new one is uh the 2007 is by uh, James Mangold. I'm sorry, I thought that was Clint Eastwood for some reason. But yes, 310 Yuma is great. Uh, you know what? And um, oh, you know what? No, I'm seeing here. Uh, The Fly, David Cronenberg. My favorite fucking remake of all time. Oh, uh, I love that movie. That's like well, my I top ten I, favorite movie of all time. I, I guess I guess for me personally, The Fly. I know I'm going back to the idea of like the original is so nostalgic for me that like the fact that you tried to remake it. I'm not saying the remake wasn't good. It was just to me, I, I you know, I, I just saw something different in that movie, you know, that just wasn't quite as as nostalgic for me that I didn't like it as much. But the only That's reason right. you, that these movies I'm sorry to interrupt you, the only reason why these movies are doing well is because you have an updating technology. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Oh that's a God. valid point, you know, and I guess the, the one exception I would make to that is, like, Ocean's Eleven. I really like the remake, but, you know, like, the remake's really good, and it's actually a lot better of a movie, but to me, you know, the original with the Rat Pack is just, and granted, it's a different story, but, like, in different, it's the same concept, but to me, like, in the end, the outcome's different in the original. I, you know, I, I, w- I guess I would have to say that, like, if Ocean's Eleven, the, the remake, is on at any point, I'll watch that, no problem. Sure. The original you have to be ready for. Even sure. though, to me, that's, like, that's more nostalgic. That's you know, my, my thought process and my design. Oh, you know no, it's it, the way that it's made. Ocean's Eleven is made to where it's, uh, it, it kind of has these... Um, oh, who, who, uh, Hayao Miyazaki calls these things called pillow scenes where you have these uh, transitioning scenes that go one from another that really just kind of buffer from dialogue to dialogue. And it's a fantastic mm-hmm. way to do it. The way that he's always done it is usually provide a still of like landscaping, kind of uh, just to give you a better area or idea of what the environment is in. And uh, Ocean's Eleven does it to where you'll have maybe a few of the characters walking from one uh, end of the hallway to another one, and then they'll have some music playing you know they'll have like a bass playing or something like that too and mm. just that walk just that that uh physical kind of motion of it or that action to it still tells a story but it's bringing you into the next key plot point and it's it's a great way to do it so because it, it kind of keeps you going you know what i mean it, it for the people who have show or short attention spans it uh it's colorful it always keeps something going and so you always feel like you're moving with everybody, and you're not falling behind them. And it's a great okay, way. To I do agree it. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. It's really it's a great way of doing it. But um, it's it's one of those weird things where again in remakes, as we talked about before, a lot of remakes just do better because uh, rarely do they do better because a director or an actor shines through. You know, usually the story is already good as its own. Uh, I'll give you two case in points here. Uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. You're talking. Yes. About, you're talking about remakes yes. from from foreign. So, from uh, what Sweden or is that? Yes, Sweden. Yes. Uh, to America, both very good films, and it's tough to say which one's better. 
because I think they're both excellent films. I've, I've saw both of them in theaters, and they're both excellent films, you know? So to say which one is the clear winner, that's really up to you. I don't think there's any wrong answer, to be honest. No, yeah, I 100% agree with you. I mean, like, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo US and uh, Swedish version is great. I would like to know about your guys' opinion on, on the same country with Let the Right One In and Let Me In. Yeah. Because I love both of those yeah, equally as well. I, I, me personally, Let Me In is a little bit darker. In this, in a little, in a, I could be maybe that's just me thinking like, but like I, I wasn't a fan of, of either in the sense that like I was kind of bored with both of them. But I, I, I saw the draw in Let Me In more so than Let the Right One In because to me, I've always understood the vampire lore to be like you have to invite them into ha- your house that you have to be allowed into your through your door before you, before it's, anything can it's happen. a different type of film isn't it yes it yeah. is yes it is and it's it's great though i mean like i think chloe grace Moretz is wonderful in it and i think i'm the only person in the world that thinks she was good in carrie which has been remade four times yeah that has so been, i i like let the right i like both the renditions of that one as well too um that just kind of goes to show you that the swedes kind of know what they're doing as well Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't talked about the blob from the eighties oh. either. That oh. this wait until the new one comes out. There's a new one. I I have to tell you this that I have the list of of like over a hundred. There's 140 titles here of remakes that uh, from 2016 to 2020, from 2020 wow. that will be uh, that have been talked about or or announced. So we already have a few that we like Ben Hur. Point Break, like I said before, but now you have yeah. like Pet Cemetery. Uh, we've talked about Ooh, Jum- Pet Cemetery. We've talked Ooh. about Jumanji already. Wait, yeah, they're remaking the that? They're, yeah, they're re- they're tell they're telling a continuation story with Jumanji. Okay, the I don't know. I, the only reason I know that is because The Rock has said that it's a continuation story. Oh, okay. So, so it's a sequel slash reboot. No, it's it's in the same world. But they're different. They're they're different characters. I'm I mean, this is what I'm assuming based upon what he had said. I don't remember what he had said verbatim, but I know he had said it's a different story in the same world. It's a continuation. Well, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's gonna be fuck that. I mean, fuck details that, are, are really only you know. I don't know. You never know until the movie's actually out, right? Um, right. Sure. American American Werewolf in London. They're remaking that. I, I mean, that actually that movie out of every. Every movie that has a werewolf in it, I still feel, no, I still stand firmly that that movie has the best transformation from I human will, into werewolf that, I've, that has been on TV or anything or anything like it. I will agree with you, but I'm also going to put the bug in your ear, in the listener's ears. Howl. That of, that, no, a howling. <laughs> howling. Okay. Howling. What was the movie uh, that, what was the movie that we... <laughs> Our our first review ever was Howl. Yeah, yes, Howl. yes, yes. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, check out the Howling if you guys have not seen that. That's my favorite werewolf franchise of all time. There's seven of them, and um, that one came out the same year as American Werewolf in London, and they do the same exact kind of werewolf transformation on screen as well. It's a very very oh, close geez. second. The guy who did the werewolf transformation in Howling is the guy that did the creature effects for the thing. So that gives you a good idea about how amazing those are. Uh, continuing the list, never-ending story. Nice. Why? Why? Stop it. 
Stop. Yeah. Betray you! Uh, uh, war games. That, yeah, I don't care. That That's actually, fine. That's okay. I mean, Time Bandits, how about that one? Uh-huh. I, I love Time Bandits. I, anything yeah. by Terry, by Terry uh, Gilliam is uh, fantastic, including Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Didn't Thank they you very just much. Do, I'm sorry. Didn't they just do uh, Straw Dogs 2? Oh, not, shit, uh, Straw Dogs right. as well, not two. Straw well, Dogs as well. That was a while. Yeah, that was a little bit ago. That was started James uh, Marsden. Yeah, Straw oh. Dogs, baby. Yeah. Um, Fuck James Marsden. Which is which is all right. I mean, I don't know. Straw Dogs wasn't like those movies are just kind of again. Those are like just date movies, you know, kind of like My Bloody Valentine or uh, Last oh. House on the Left. Even though rape isn't really what you call a date movie, but. <laughs> uh, Depends on if you're Bill Cosby. Or not. I, yeah. uh, actually, actually, hold on. Before you guys Good continue, call. thank you so much. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Uh, b- 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 uh, before date rape? That's one of my. That's one of my least favorite. <laughs> pissed off. Want to punch Hollywood in their face for doing Last House on the Left? How dare you touch Last House on the Left? Me being a horror guy. Now, for the fans that don't know me, or for you guys just in general. I was raised on horror. I was raised on Halloween, Nightmare, Friday the 13th, Child's Play, Poltergeist, uh, Hellraiser. I mean, it continues. I mean, that's what I watched. Hills have eyes. There's another one. Hills have eyes. Like, I mean, but but the remake is great. But when I saw more rape, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, I just I just don't understand why they completely pissed on Last House on the Left. That's not what that movie was about. The movie was not supposed to be Hollywoodized at all, and it was Hollywoodized. And it's guys' head getting blown up in a microwave. I mean, come on. I'm sorry. I just had that rant for a second. I really hate that movie. Uh, Akira. Everyone's been talking about that because Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. has expressed interest in it, and hopefully, um, it will be a. Well, people were talking about it being a live action, which would be pretty cool to see. That'll be interesting. Uh, there's there's a lot more here. Uh, American Psycho uh, is on here. Uh, they can't remake American Psycho. They can't remake uh, Escape from New York, but apparently they are going to. They're going to do they heavy, heavy metal, too. <laughs> they are remaking heavy metal. That's what it says on here on the list. Are they getting Sammy Hagar to sing? You know, actually, you know it would be apropos if they got David Lee Roth to sing the lead. Yeah, the well, you know that he's available. Yeah. They can make <laughs> any John Carpenter film they want because John Carpenter <laughs> is terrible. I don't know how he gets the credit that he gets. The motherfucker made two good movies, and that's it. And the rest of his movies suck. How about so this? I I, for, all, for your for your black comedy needs, how about House Party? Mm. Oh, they're making House Party? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right after the remake Soul Train. Are they going to have Michael B. Jordan as the guy with the big fro? No, it's going to be like Kevin Hart and like Michael Epps, probably. You know, I, I don't, it doesn't. I, I'm not gonna click on it, but I'm just saying. You know, whoever, name name black comics that are just kind of in every kind of black comedy movie. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I enjoy them, but uh, it's it's you know the rules are are far and few between for a lot of black actors, which is uh, you know, a problem. Except unless you're Tyler Perry, who just happens to just go into fucking everything, whether you're Star Trek or anyway, or yeah. or Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Eric, you're forgetting the golden rule. Once Oprah endorses you, you are set for life. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, yeah, because every, she she's endorsed him since he came out. She thought he's the greatest thing since Spielberg. I guess huh. that is also helps the case for 
What's her name? Gab Gabri Sidibe. Don't know who the fuck that is. Precious. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, I. Precious, love Precious. Uh, Flight Precious. of the Navigator is gonna be. Oh, Video Drum. Why would you touch that one? Here's if here's you, what I here's what I want to. So know. many more. If I'm reading so the same more. list you are, are they really, really, really remaking All Quiet on the Western Front? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Oh my god. You know what? One movie. Okay, so there are three movies on my list that they never should remake. I think that'd be a fun discussion. Okay. Number one movie. Number one movie they should never remake. This is my top three. Number one movie they should never ever remake is Jaws. Sure. There's there's no reason. Number two, Jurassic Park. Well, they kind of did with Jurassic. Too fucking bad because you're gonna get a sequel, another one. Yeah, I know. But it's not a remake of Jurassic Park like it was. It's called Jurassic Park, so I'm going to, you know. Yeah, I'm you're right. Gonna, it's still continuing. God. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, I'll, I'll save it. I'll bite my I'll bite my tongue on that one. But, you know, what just, just you say about it. Go ahead, please. I want to know because you and I have been, the fans are dying to hear this. Ed's dying to hear this. You if brought it up before. Why do you hate Jurassic World and I love it? We should fight right now. It's a goddamn a fucking abomination to, to move. You know what? You know, and I'm sure that Michael Crichton didn't give a shit because he's getting a paycheck. You know, he just like, he's hey, dead. hey, uh, his family's getting a paycheck. He's like, hey, you know what? Let's <laughs> take your creation and let's just fucking bastardize the shit out of it. Let's just be. Let's let's insult the people. Everyone who how who did was, they? How though? Please explain. How did they bastardize? I mean, please explain. I'll give you. I'll give you a great example. The hype train was building up for this. They were on forums where people were just like, "This movie's gonna suck." So blah blah blah. And like, why? There were people that predicted the movie start to finish exactly how the movie was. It's like, okay, we had this. You know, park is reopened, bigger than better than ever. Everything seems to be great. We're gonna. You know, everything's normal. Everything's going good. But we're going to make a new dinosaur. We're not just going to make a new dinosaur. We're going to make it the biggest and the baddest and the fucking whatever dinosaur because science, right? We never uh, stop to ask why, right? Sure. Or that whatever that Jeff Goldblum blo- uh, quote is, you know? Chaos theory. Yeah, exactly. Like, we never stop to, you know, say, you know, whatever the hell. And uh, obviously what happens? The dinosaur gets out because that's just what happens in Jurassic World. Dinosaurs just fucking escape, and whether it be because of uh, the negligence of one person, or because of negligence of another person, or because they just don't fucking think things through. Like, they just, you know, it, like, so many different security measures could have been taken into place to make sure the dinosaur couldn't escape. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do that. And so that all happens. Everything runs and fucking loose. We gotta get everyone off the island. No, we can't have everyone get off the island. We'll lose all of our money. Let's keep them on. That way we can have awesome fucking death scenes of the dinosaurs just killing people. And sure enough, that's what happens there. Pterodactyls come in. Everything else comes in. Start killing people left and right. Fantastic. Everyone leaves. Let's have the main character stay on the island. Have plenty of opportunity to just leave or, like, run away from here. But no, no. Let's kind of stay in the area around the dinosaur fight while this, like, fuck this and everything else, you know? It, it was it was insulting. And then at the end, I told you be, before, uh, the only reason how... Okay, the guns aren't going to work. Bombs aren't going to work. We're still on the island because we can't get to the boat for some fucking reason. So what's the only way that we can fight this dinosaur? 
with another dinosaur. Let's oh who hey so is somebody still in the control room? You are. I told you to leave, but I don't care. You're still there, and that's great. Open the open the padlock doors or the open the doors to the T-Rex facility. And it's like, okay, fine, let's open them fucking up. And then she's gonna take it. She's gonna run. She's gonna outrun a dinosaur. Because oh. that's what, you know, you you could. I could. You know. <laughs> You're gonna outrun a okay. Tyrannosaurus Rex. You're gonna run it into an already fighting dinosaur who, by the way, doesn't eat you, just likes to get down real low, stare at you, and then roar. And think about killing you, but not just yet, you know? And then sure. do maybe a few tail whips that you can just easily dodge, you know? Or uh, sure. how the dinosaurs can run through buildings or something like that, and they come demolish, like, like kiosks and everything else, but you throw some doors at them, and you put, like, a like a broom handle through the, the doors. Oh, well, you outsmarted that one, didn't you? You know? You can't, you can't, dinosaurs can't bust through the doors, but they can bust through fucking buildings and walls and shit. But not those doors. Alright. So then they get the dinosaur going, and then, sure enough, how does it end, you know? I, I, it just pisses me off, man. It, it really, it, everything about it was just predictable. You could tell that they were leading towards the water. Ah, I wonder why you're leading towards the water. Because that one shot of the big dinosaur that we saw in the fart. Yeah, it just... Fuck this. Okay. And why the hell is the dinosaur jumping out of the water and out of the thing, but yet the only thing separating it from the millions or the thousands of people watching the dinosaur eating that shark is like a little piece of glass. Like, obviously I think it just jump up and just kill everything, but no, I mean, all right, whatever. Yeah. Well, here's my... Here's my argument. My argument on that, and this is not a Jurassic Park debate, but I wanted to hear your opinions. And thank you so much for sharing, because I know you've been holding that back for a while now. Yeah, I mean, every, everything about it. All right, I won't. I won't but yeah. But and how then, is and then I, I walked into that movie Dur wanting to buy a Mercedes Benz. Sure. But how is that any different from Jurassic Park? You see, here's my thing, though. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the only person in the world that believes this, but I think The Lost World and Jurassic Park 3 are utter dog shit. Yeah. No, no, those are horrible. And, the only thing that's and, good is the first one. Yeah, the first one. So I think what they wanted to do, and this is why I think the kids stumbled upon the original visitor center from the first movie in Jurassic World, was because they hit the notes part. If you really think about it, Jurassic World is Jurassic Park, just with a little bit more pizzazz to it. Um, now, the only thing that I will give you merit for is why the fuck do they not get off the island? There's nothing stopping them. Because you're right, there is nothing stopping them. But the reason why that they couldn't get off the island in the first movie is because there was a huge tsunami coming. So that made sense. Everything in the but, first movie was explained. The reason why the dinosaur pens went down, the reason why the servers went offline, the reason why everything went fucking chaos and batshit was because it was explained. Because Wayne Knight was working on the inside job and was trying to sure. flee. And obviously he had to do it in, in a rush because of... He had to get the East Dock because of uh, the storm that was coming, too. And it obviously sure. just fucked everybody over, too. And at the same part, too, because John Hammond, he said that he spared no expense, when actually he did. And it was it reflected more so later on in the end of the movie when he was just like, okay, actually, I cut a lot of fucking corners here. I didn't pay my employees well enough. I didn't pay for resources well enough. He was cheap. Everything in the park was very cheap, which is a big reason why the dinosaurs are able to bust through the cheap-ass fucking drywall. It's because it's drywall. Sure. It's not wood, you know? Drywall. 
my uh, question to you guys, and I just want to say this because I'm a fan of nerdum. Eric and Ed, have you guys ever read the Jurassic Park novel by Michael Graves? Yes. Yes. You guys have both read it. I prefer the novel than Steven Spielberg's movie because I feel that Michael Creighton, the author, does not like dinosaurs. Um, I think because we don't get a dinosaur until, what, 150, 200 pages in? I don't um, remember. In, uh, in Malcolm in the beginning. Dies. Well, yeah, I know, but uh, it was the, that, it was the Okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in Malcolm Dies, they destroy the island with nuclear bombs. Um, they're not as extravagant. The dinosaurs are not extravagant as in the movie. Um, I actually just prefer his novel more because it's darker and it has more to say. Uh, to me, I feel the book's more intelligent. But however, well, but uh, every books are book ever written. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, I like Jurassic World because of the simple reason of this, Eric. And I'm not going to go into a long debate. This is a simple sentence. I felt like I was owed a great sequel. And two and three, shit on that. So this was better than Lost World and three, in my opinion. So I got this. I, I, I got my sequel that I wanted. Sure. The only thing that I in Jurassic World, absolutely hate Eric, is Chris Pratt training raptors. That See? is, that is yeah. stupid. The other part. That right makes there. no sense. I hate that raptor thing. Now, when the raptors turn on him and go batshit insane, I enjoy it because they're animals. Now, wait they a minute. Are, they don't you know. turn on him. They go to a new alpha, which is the... Hybridosaurus, oh, yeah. or whatever the fuck they, they had, call They it. had a company meeting. Did you, did you hear about that? You yeah. see all that one, right? They yeah. they, they yeah. sat down. But, they had a little conference. They they yeah. weighed the pros and cons, and they said, you know what? We're going to roll with you for a little bit. But, Ed, this is how it contradicts itself, though, because they say, oh, you know, fuck this new dinosaur because he's evil and the T-Rex is fighting him, so we're going to join forces with the T-Rex and fight the big dinosaur that we were alpha with. No, I mean, like the raptor part is stupid. But I like the world that it created. I like that the theme park has been around for years. It gives me the sequel that I wanted. So that's my argument with, with Jurassic World. Do I think it's great? No. Are we going to get a sequel out of it? Probably not because it's already been a few years and there's been no talks of a sequel. Well, uh, so, I think there is. I think there is. Yeah, I, I I've not seen gonna, anything. I heard rumors that just because it, it did really well. And uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, the Blob is uh, confirmed. Director Simon West. It will star Samuel L. Jackson because, why not? No! 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 Did you see Deep Blue no. Sea? Hey, motherfucking no. shark! Hey, How about no. this? Just to help no. with with the other horrors uh, stuff, they're going to be remaking Cabin Fever. They already did that. Oh, they already did that. It's, it's already been remade. Yeah, already, it's already out, it looks like. Uh, looks like oh. they're going to be doing uh, another Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep, and they're, and they're also redoing It. We've already seen the stills. Yeah, seen that For one. They're going to be no doing reason. another Friday 13th. It comes out uh, 2017. Director We're going to review Brett that. Director Eisner. We're uh, going to be reviewing that one. <laughs> uh, they're going to be do, they're doing another Spawn. No, no. No. Yeah, that, no. that no, that's no. a perfect example of a technology up, update because that one was all CGI and it was horrible '90s CGI. I liked Which the movie; is... it was cool. I owned the movie, 
badass love me some spawn because spawn's a badass uh, i love me some spawn and uh this will be a good one this will be a good one uh especially okay. because uh I, but you know what though like michael jaw white was a pretty badass spawn he was wasn't he though and uh what's his face was in it that i john Leguizamo. Uh, no um michael sheen he was the bad guy martin sheen martin sheen it's like yeah. what the fuck anyway that was me though so i don't know there's, there's a lot more coming up i'm not even touching you know half the list here there's a new alien nation you guys used to watch that show doing alien nation as a tv show or as a movie i don't know yet it just says that, that is, there's a new version of alien nation coming out well look i think we can all agree that maybe i'm wrong but i think we can all agree that we like oh you know we are split down the middle there's a lot of remakes that we like and there's a lot of remakes we dislike and there's a lot of movies that we love that they should never remake again I think we all agree that remakes just, again, come with technology. The ones that we like are the ones that come newer with technology. Yeah, but see, that's why I said you can't remake Jaws. Because there's no way you can make that scary again. The only way they can come close is The Shallows, which I've not seen yet, and I really well, want to see it. yeah. You really don't need to, because uh, the, the live-action stuff, where it was just like prosthetics and actual like puppets and animatronics, I it's it's a lot better than... CGI stuff. Yes. You can tell, you know, if it's fake. Yeah. I mean, like, hell, for an example, we all like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, all three of us like uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. What happened to the remake there? Or the quote-unquote prequel? Yeah. It's terrible. It was absolutely terrible. You're talking uh, about the, uh, the new one that they came out like a, what was it, like 2012 or something like that? 2011. It was the prequel. It was the Norwegians. Because remember, the movie ended with them chasing the dog. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, my it wasn't so. my favorite, but I think it was just one of those where I'm like I walked out just going, eh. yeah. I there's just this. I mean, I've heard there is the uh, there is something that's not a remake that I'm in, that I am interested in seeing now. You guys seen World War Z in theaters or yeah. whatever? No, I've I've, yes. I've skipped that one. <laughs> well, the sequel is starring Brad Pitt and directed by David Fincher. So, and he's my favorite director. Fincher, so huh? I'm really excited. It's on IMDb. He's on there as the director. Damn. So Fincher is going to be doing World War Z 2. Well, I'm kind of excited for that. I guess that means I'm not getting a girl paid with fire anytime soon. You're never going to get that movie. He's done. I mean, really, Fincher doesn't do sequels. I mean, he uh, he burned that bridge with Alien 3 because of the studio. So oh, whatever. Uh, Which I think but, is the only reason why you like him, by the way. No, I like him because every single movie he made is good. I mean, tell me one movie he's made that's bad. As I just uh, closed the IMDb well, page. I, yeah, uh, I, I can say I, I've never seen, I've never seen Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. That's an amazing movie. Oh, I, so I can't judge. I can't judge that. Sure. Um, and we already talked about how but, much we like raping movies. So you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that one's yeah, got I mean, a, a vicious fucking rape scene. So it has a vicious. But think about it. David Fincher did Alien Three. He did the game, he did Fight Club, he did Seven, he did uh, uh, Panic, uh, he did Curious Case of Benjamin Button, he did Panic Room, he did Social Network, uh, Girl the Gone Dragon Girl. Tattoo, Gone, Gone Girl. Girl. I mean, the guy is a genius. He's not made one bad movie. Tell me he's made a bad movie. No, he's just. Uh, well, let me let me pull up his IMDb page and we can go from there. No, I'm he's telling you, he's making. I mean, whatever you you say, obviously it out it outweighs. You know, the good way outweighs the bad here. So. You yeah, come up with one, one bad movie, but I mean, he's got a bunch of others, a dozen others that are just like, yeah, those are pretty good. So, 
And that's, yeah, that's but if you think about it, though, I mean, like, I mean, like, but for an example, look at uh, look at uh, Spielberg's filmography. The man's done some shit. But 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 if you like, but if you look at Fincher's, every movie he's made is pretty fucking solid. I don't know. Spielberg did Freakazoid. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that and that should get it, its own. That, that that's coming back. Let's get the hype going for Freakazoid. They they, they 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 please don't make Freakazoid. I'm just begging. It's a fantastic show. That you know, it's just too deep for you, Jordan. It's it's way too deep. It's it's way too '90s for me. It's way too smells like Teen Spirit. I I can't handle it. It's too much. <laughs> it's way too much. Speaking of remakes, our next episode. Might as well just close it out. Our next episode mm-hmm. is going to be Blair Witch, which I'm calling Blair Witch Three. Uh, this thing has a hundred percent critic review on Rotten Tomatoes right now, fellas. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm, you know, because some sequels and prequels actually do uh, a fairly good job. The Planet of the Apes series, I think the the newer ones are actually pretty good. Right. Well, and those, and those let's not great. let's not forget the movie we're doing after is The Magnificent Seven, and that's a remake. That's an old Steve McQueen movie. That is a remake. You're right. Which, if it wasn't for the show, I would not be seeing that in theaters. That's just my you know, a, really, a, a good western dude is like something that that a lot of people I think don't know that they like it until they watch it. Sure, because no, no, I, I when you get a, a I like agree. obviously like like we talked about three ten to Yuma, uh, just a solid western movie or uh, Appaloosa was a solid western movie. You know, and you you get these every once in a while or uh, uh, True Grit. You know, that sure mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and we're like, these are these are like, you know, um, hey, do you want to go see this? Like, and eh, not really. Uh, hey, I'm paying. All right, I'll come. I'll, I'll with you. And so you, you get, go sit down and see it, and you're like, this movie was actually pretty good because that's how it was with me through Ten to Yuma, where my friend was just like, hey, I want to go see this movie. I'll pay you, or I'll pay you for your ticket if you come see with me. So, yeah, sure. And I'm walking the movie, going, holy shit, fucking loved it. Fantastic movie. So sure, I think more people, um, hopefully, will will get. I don't know. Hopefully they'll get the uh, um, Hateful Eight taste out of their mouth. Hopefully, yeah, because Hateful Eight just killed me for Westerns. But no, it's just I'm just not a Magnificent Seven kind of guy. I just never had an interest in it. But I'm doing it for the show. So, I mean, I'm, I'm interested think, to see what I think you'll it. like it. People well, like I, that I where think, it's a ragtag group. Well, that and I think the the the, uh, the guy who directed this, I, I can't remember his name, but he did. Uh, he did Training Day. He did Tears of the Sun. He did Shooter, which, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated movies of all time. Uh, which also recently had like a TV series or something like that that turned out to be awful. Um, he did something. He did a couple other things. I can't remember what they are, but uh, sure. Like you know what I mean? Like those are some. Those are some really awesome flicks. Sure. No, I mean like they're awesome flicks. I know the director. I know his work. Um, it's just like I said. It. it was his it, name? It, I can't remember. If it, if it if it wasn't for the show, I wouldn't be doing it. See, for me, the two movies that I'm hyped for for the next two months is, and I guess that shows my horror nostalgia, is Blair Witch and 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 uh, Rings. Those are the two movies I'm excited for to review. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll see about about Rings. Um, I'm rolling my eyes, but I'll, I'll watch it anyway. But I feel like it's gonna be like a paranormal activity for. Oh, I don't think so. I think this one's going to be good because the sequel was dog shit, and I think they knew it. That's why it took them 15 years to do the new one. 
I mean, like, I think we're going to be blown away by Blair Witch, and I think we're going to be blown away by Rings. I could be totally wrong. But, but like, you know, horror sequels are, are hard to pull off, too. Not like slasher sequels. Because slashers, it's not, But you know what? I actually saw Conjuring 2, and I enjoyed that. Not as much as I did the first one. The first one is on a complete level of its own. But, right, uh, Con- I know. Conjuring yeah. Two was actually pretty was actually pretty well well done too. I liked it. James Wan uh, directed that. He says that they're gonna make a spinoff uh, of it called Conjuring the Nun. So the nun yeah. that was in uh, in Conjuring Two is gonna get her own movie. Which I really like Conjuring Two and Conjuring One is one of the most recent horror movies as an adult as a thirty year old man that scared the shit out of me. So, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. So we are excited to talk about every uh, with you, everybody here. We're we're definitely excited to talk to you guys about Blair Witch coming out. Uh, Well, so we're excited to talk about that. We got Magnificent Seven. And of course, we got other movies coming on here. We got to work on the schedule. So Uh, but we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, This was a nice little uh, debate episode with you guys. I I, I enjoyed myself. A little discussion there. Yeah, it was it was a nice little discussion. Took us from a break from seeing the theaters. I mean, we're reviewing a movie every week here because of the summer, but now it's starting to die down and go back to our original schedule. So, but thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to uh, check us out on Twitter. Make sure to check us out on uh, our website, uh, movieguyspodcast.com. And, of course, download this episode like everybody does, it seems like, on iTunes in the search bar, Movie Guys Podcast. And our logo, as my brother so... Uh, delightfully puts it looks like uh, a flaming uh, pizza pie hey <laughs> but it but it's a film reel so whatever tomato tomato <laughs> uh i'm terrible at logos so thank you so much guys for this episode and uh eric and ed thank you again for joining me on this and we'll be back next time with blair witch talk to you guys then have a good evening